everyone's doing well, um, all those who will be listening out there. I just want to encourage you uh, today with uh, the Psalm 71. It's a chapter. Um, it's a good one. It's about um, it's David. He's, he's pleading his heart to God. Um, he's crying out to God. He needs, he needs the Lord. And uh, they say, I've heard, I've read commentaries on this. It's probably during the time of Absalom when his uh, rebellion against David. And Absalom is trying to kill David. And um, David, David needs Christ. Um, he realized that the oppression of the, of the wicked, as we'll read um, later on, as he describes it, is just strong against him. And this is really a good example of how the world is when it comes to, when it comes to us. The world will oppress you. It will attack you. It will try to destroy you. But like David, David did not go to the things of the world to solve it. He did not go out of his way just to just to go against the Word of God, but rather he went to the Word of God instead of against it. Um, and it's really a perfect example of what we should do in our walk, is just go to Christ. Always go to Christ. And maybe you are, maybe you're saved. Um, if you're saved, um, um, the Word of God should be that rock and that strong fortress. And without it, a Christian without the Bible is 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 weak. The devil is susceptible to attack because of this is truth. And when the truth is taken out, you begin to think in your own mind what is truth, and that leads to dangerous things. So we're going to start with uh, Psalm 71. It's in verse number 1. And we will begin. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline thy ear, thine ear unto me and save me. This leads me to my first point. But before we do, let's pray together. If you would pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I do thank you, Lord, for this day. Lord God, help me as I um, as I teach, Lord God, and, and preach what you have given me, Lord God, and help all those who are listening, Father. I pray this would be a blessing to them, Lord, just to know that they have strength in you, and nothing else can fill their life like you can. Lord, help me in a special way today, and help all those who will be listening. Give them the grace that they need, Father, in their life. I don't know what they're going through. It could be something pressing hard against them, Lord God. Um, so just be with them also, Father. We love you and thank you. And thank you so much for your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. <clears throat> so we can begin here uh, in verse number 2. It says, Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline thy ear unto me and save me. Be thou my strong habitation, whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandment to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, O my God, out of the hand of the wicked. There's that hand of the wicked I was telling you about just a minute. Out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man, for thou art my hope, O Lord God. Thou art my trust from my youth. <clears throat> Excuse me. So verse 2. That's where we'll start. Uh, I'm going to read some more, but we'll, we'll stop there for now. So verse 2 is talking about, it's saying, Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline that ear unto me and save me. Have you ever reached a point where you just cried out to God? 
I mean, just truly, just, just, just cry out. Like, there's, he's, I guess, like, he's, he's the only one who can help, which he is, of course. But you just reach that point where you just, you just can't do it anymore. You're just, you're weak and you're tired and you just, you just need God. You just need his, you need his, you need his answer. You know? Have you ever reached that point? David was at that point. King David. His son is, is pressing hard against him and he just needed God through this. Um, he didn't go to drugs. He didn't go to drinking. He didn't go to doing rash and just sinful things. No, he didn't do any of that. He didn't turn his back on God. He turned to God. I think that's where Christians go wrong so much in their life. They're not turning their back instead of turning to. Because when things get hard, they just fall apart. You know? See, it's like candy you leave in the oven too long, it gets hard. And then when you go to eat it, it just, it's like a brick. You know? Don't get hard as a Christian. Can I remind you of what we have? We have Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our faith, the great I am, the one who died on Calvary to save us from the sinful, stricken world that we live in. What love is that? That same love can be displayed and shown in you. But you got to turn to God instead of turning back on God. Can I challenge you with that? I challenge myself with that. So many times the flesh wants to just take over. But I know if I turn to him, just like David did, and just start crying out to God, he does listen, he hears every prayer. He keeps them. He keeps them like trophies in heaven. Because they're beautiful. And he loves every one of them and he cares for every one of them. You say, well, Zach, um, why is it that when I pray my prayer is not answered? I don't know, but I know God has a greater purpose, greater thinking than we do. All my prayers aren't answered. It's usually when that happens, I look back and say, well, you know, I'm kind of glad it wasn't because it helped me in the long run. See, what God does is for our benefit. It's for our good. God is not evil. God is love. You know? And then let's look at, again, David knows the only one who can truly deliver is Christ Jesus. Look here at verse number four. Deliver me, O oh my God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man. Deliver. Do you want deliverance in your life? Delivering from this world? Maybe you're lost. I'll tell you the first step, the greatest step you can do is be delivered into salvation. And to God's plan for your life. People say, what is God's will for my life? What is his will? Can I tell you what God's will is for your life? This is going to be the simplest thing in the world. You're going to like this. All it is is, is just do what God's word tells you to do. Love him. Serve him. Make every day for him. Keep worshiping and following him. That's God's will. And when you're in that mindset and you're doing that, God will reveal what he wants for you. But only an obedient servant of Christ can truly benefit who Christ really is. You can't be close to God and not read his word. You can't be close to God and not pray. 
You can't be close to God and not have any kind of relationship with Him. It is impossible. You know, it's, it's just impossible. And He delivered us. How can he, Christ Jesus deliver us? I'll tell you the biggest way He delivered us, that was at Calvary. Christ Jesus, despite who He was at Calvary, dying on that cross. And I mean, I say this all the time, I'm going to say it again. Nails did not keep Jesus Christ on that cross. Love kept Jesus Christ on that cross. Through the thorns, through the stabbing, through the beating, he stayed on that cross and despised the shame. We serve an amazing God. Do you know him truly? Do you desire to be in his will? Because if you don't, you'll never understand who God is if you're not in His Word, if you're not praying, if you're not making an effort to get to know Him. We're going to jump down now to verse 5. It says, Thou art my hope, O Lord God. Thou art my trust from my youth. It says, this is what I put, it says, His experiences with God strengthened Him. You know, I can think back. Uh, I've been saved for quite some time. Um, well, I was 10, and um, my parents kind of wanted me to get saved, and I went into my room, and I, I prayed, and I accepted Christ as, as my Savior. I made a profession of faith, but I, I made some mistakes along the way, and, you know, and, I, and the Lord kind of laid on my heart, you know, that I was lost. And it wasn't until I was 17 years old, I went to a church camp, and I accepted him as my Savior. I was reassured of my faith. And I felt better about, I felt so much better, because I made that right. And um, I look back and see experiences in my life, I remember the first time I preached, I was, I was nervous, I was I was kind of scared. I was, you know, this is like the first time ever for me. But I remember getting up there, and I remember standing there and thinking, wow, you know, I felt so close to God. Like I've never been before when I started preaching. I felt so in in His will for my life. I felt so complete. I knew it was right. I knew it was good. And I think about that feeling today, and I've never had a feeling like that before. What God did with me was, I'm humbled by it. I, it's, only, it's only God. It's only God who can truly change your life into something better. It's only Him, not, not anything else. You say, how do I know that? Because I've lived that. I've only been alive 18 years, but I can tell that anything this world has to offer has failed every person who has tried it, and I've seen it. I have a juvenile detention ministry that I go to, and I see... And I see these kids, and I just see that usually they have just have their heads down, and they're just, they feel hopeless. They really do. Their families don't care about them. If they cared about them, they wouldn't be in there. You know, they just, they've lost that, that zeal for life, almost, it seems like. You know, and just, they just lost it. You know, and I tell them, they have hope. They have hope. Just You have hope, too. It's not over. The game's not over. 
And it says, God, well, this is, what I, this is under my point. It says, God has always been faithful. We'll turn some more in the scripture. Turn with me to Psalms 86, 15, if you will. I'll look at this real quick. It's a good verse here. <clears throat> it says, But thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering and plenteous in mercy and truth. They just wrapped up God in like, what, one sentence? Unbelievable. He's a God of compassion, full of compassion that you can have. Grace, which you can have. He's a long-suffering. He's plenteous in mercy and truth. And let me tell you, let him display that in your life. But he only can to a surrendered soul to him. That's the only way it can happen, is if you are surrendered to Christ, you are living your life for Christ, you are giving each day to Christ, and you're wanting to serve Him greater. Is the only way it can ever happen. Are you willing, are you willing to put this world aside and to follow in faith Christ Jesus? You say, why do I have all these problems in my life? Why do I go through so much pain and toil? Let me ask you, how much time do you spend in the Word of God? How much time have you, have you spent in prayer? I might, have already, I might be repeating myself, but I'm going to repeat again. The Holy Spirit's leading. How much have you given to God? I find myself in the greatest jams when I'm not serving the great I Am. I'm not in His Word. That's why I have so much problems I can do. I've seen that in my life. I've seen that happen to me. Are you serving? Are you wanting to serve God? Maybe you're young. Maybe you're, you know, you say, well, I can't do much. Oh, you can do so much. You can do so much. I look back and I see, you know, my 16s, my 15s, my 14s. I could have done so much for Christ. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, this, you know, crazy, you know, event or thing, you know, just, it could be the little things, like encouraging one another, being a witness, you know, helping someone with Christ. Maybe you're listening, you go to a public school. I never went to public school. I went to a private school my whole life, and I go to a private college now, and uh, go to Crown, uh, the Crown College in Powell, Tennessee. And I don't know what public school is truly like. I've, I, I do know, but not personally. And I'm, I can tell you, if you are in that situation, you can be a light in that place. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, that's, that, that, that's impossible, you know. Nothing is impossible with Christ. Nothing is impossible with God. Nothing That should be in all caps. Nothing is impossible with God. Do you believe that? If you believe that, then act like it. Don't be one of those Christians who just talk. Talk about it. Talk about nothing's impossible with God. No way. Nothing's impossible with Him. And then not live it. Live it. You know, I consider consider Crown College... The Crown College I just mentioned, uh, that's where I'm at right now. 
And, you know, I, I considered a stepping out in faith. I, um, I didn't quite have the best financial um, situation coming in here. Uh, me and I would assume many others, probably over half of our school. But, you know, there's never been a day God hasn't provided. There's never been a day God hasn't, hasn't helped me, you know. It touches my heart. God cares. God cares. Do you care? Is he the only one that cares? He cares about this sinful world. He cares about those who are lost or dying. Is he the only one who does? Because it seems like it sometimes. Do you care for the soul that's dying and going to hell? Do you care? Do you care to see Christians fall apart because they've lost hope? Do you care? I've challenged myself with this because I find myself so many times finding myself living in my own little world. You know, I just, I find myself just, seems like I just care about me sometimes. And that's, that's so true. And that's, that's so true. I, I'm ashamed of it. You know, I get up, I'm thinking, oh great, here we go again, another day. You know, that's not how a Christian should live. That's not how I should live. That's not how you should live. But we should live every day like we're given another opportunity to praise and live for God. Do we, though? I'm challenged with that in my own life. and I challenge you that in your life. He desires God more and more. Well, before I go there, let's turn to 1 Corinthians 10. It says 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Amen. Wow. Paul hit the nail, didn't he? Right on the head. God is faithful. Faithful. I want you to say that to yourself wherever you are. God is faithful. Amen. Isn't he though? I'm so thankful I serve a faithful God and not a God who just plopped everything into existence and just left us. Because he could have. You know, when sin came, he didn't turn our back on us. Yet he tried to, he redeemed us with Christ Jesus. Do you care about that? Do you believe God is faithful? Because I do. You know why I do? Because the Bible says he is. It's because I've lived my life and I've seen his faithful hand guiding me. You say, I've got so much problems. I just don't see it. You're alive today, aren't you? You're breathing today, aren't you? You have two. Let me put it to you like this. If you're given another day, God has given you an amazing gift. I think somebody told me this, says, I opened two gifts this morning, it was my eyes. Can I tell you, God, David desired God more and more in his life. Psalm 71, verse 12. Turn there if you can. If you have your Bible, hope you do. Um, Psalm 71, 12. Oh God, be not far from me. Oh my God, make haste for my help. Do you want God more and more in your life? 
Do you want him to be ever near you? It'll make a difference. All those problems will seem so small because you know the strength of God and the power of God. You'll know it. You'll read it and you'll live it and it'll be just powerful to you. Is it powerful to you now? Verse 24, and I'll be done. It says, My tongue also shall talk of thy righteousness all the day long, for they are confounded, for they are brought to shame that seek my hurt. God always, not sometimes, not a little bit every now and then, God always wins. Don't ever feel defeated as a Christian if you're saved. Don't ever feel defeated. Why? Because God has won. God has won. He's beat this life. He beat it on Calvary when he said it is finished. And then he rose again. The grave can't hold Jesus down and nothing can hold you down. A soul that's surrendered, God can definitely use and bless. But you must be surrendered. You must want to serve God. You must desire God to be in your life. You must know He can deliver. You must know He can strengthen you. And not just know, but plea for that, like David did. Excuse me. But plea for that. Make that your life's goal to always feel that, what David wanted to feel. God's strength, His delivering power. His presence. And I want to encourage you, God always wins. God knows what's good for your life better than you do. And I can testify to that. He, I would not be anywhere without God. And I need, I need help. I do. I, I need help all the time. I need His strength. I need His presence I need him to be near to me. I need that presence of God. I need his delivering power, which he has delivered me from this world. Amen, because I'm saved. But if you're not saved, you're lost. And you're dying, and you're on your way to hell. It says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Praise God. He is faithful to forgive. He still is today. I hope this was a help to you and it was a help to me. I'm going to quit talking. Thank you all so much for listening in. All those who may be listening out there, I'm praying for you. Um, but uh, God bless you guys. And we can end with a word of prayer and then I'll let you go. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, thank you for this day. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your delivering power and your strength and your presence. Lord, it people and me and myself included need to know that more help me father strengthen me lord god give me more and more of your presence lord i need it ever so much every day lord god i feel weak sometimes lord god all the time i am weak all the time what am i i am weak but lord you're strong Give me a portion and a blessing of you, Lord God, I pray. And help those who are listening and those out there in the world who maybe are just are just struggling right now and need you, Lord God. Strengthen them, Father. Deliver them from this, this trial that they're in. 
And if maybe they're lost, Lord God, I pray that they would come to know you as Savior. It says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And I do love you and I thank you. Thank you for Jesus Christ and Jesus' precious, holy, sweet, wonderful name. Amen. Thank you all so much.